All right, hello guys. Welcome to another episode of Lumia Sports. I'm your host, Mistress Mason. Joined again by Darnell Jones. What's up, guys? And joined again by Dom. Back. Triple, triple D's. We back. We back, guys. Let's get it. Hey, man. Dom got his rare rest day, as y'all know. We like the we like the next big three, except we play a little <laughs> bit more. Um, <laughs> so, actually... I did say we were going to start somewhere, but let's start here. I think one of the most interesting things that's happening right now, obviously. So Sunday, you saw KD went out with an injury. And then yeah. you recently saw that James Harden now is a setback. He won't yeah. be back for a while. Um, and obviously, that's the one who, if you're thinking about all three of them and their injury concerns, you'd worry about the least. But still, this is starting to become a thing. And remember, um, for those who keep forgetting, I just keep putting it in the back of my mind because I heard it one time. The playing game is May 18th, so that's 27 days um, until we kind of start the playoffs, and these guys just still aren't playing out there. Um, Dom, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Are you worried at all about the Nets and these injuries? I mean, you know, there's a, obviously we know they're a supremely talented team, and, you know, I think they all get the gist of – what they do to an extent, you know, Kyrie's going to go out there. He's mainly going to be the shooting guard and everything like that. He's going to put like, you know, the, he's going to be like the Beal, Steph, um, you know, the main school, Zach Levine, you know, he's going to be like the main scorer for the team uh, right now. Well, when Harden comes back, you know, he's mainly the point guard. He allows, you know, Kyrie and everybody else to get, you know, situated and everything like that while still being able to, you know, do what he's the best at in NBA history, which is getting to the free throw line while being, you know, obviously a great shooter and everything like that. And then, you know, Durant, just his presence, his moving off the ball, just the fact that you always got to watch him, you know, I think all three of them, they just, they just know their roles with each other. And I think they'll be fine. I mean, obviously, you know, when it comes to, the, the later series in the playoffs, like that's when it's going to start becoming an issue. I know you're not worried about, you don't think the Sixers have any sort of chance against them. You think the Buck, I don't know how you feel about the Bucks, but you know, once they start playing those types of teams, that's when the chemistry is going to, you know, start becoming an issue potentially. But I mean, it might even be a bigger issue for the other teams though, honestly, because they don't know how to play against them yet. <laughs> for being real, it really might be an advantage low key. <laughs> Cause if the six like watching the Sixers, they struggled against them with only Kyrie. So it's like if if you don't know, if you barely know how to play them when only Kyrie is there, then it's gonna be an even bigger struggle, obviously. And then I and then I feel the same way about like even the Lakers and the uh and I guess the Bucks or Celtics, whoever they play in the second round or whoever they play in the finals for the West. But um, there's a couple of things that's been happening with the Nets. We'll talk about – are we going to talk about their game? Yeah, we'll talk about their game. All right, so I won't say it yet. But there's been a couple bright spots for the Nets outside of the big three that I think we should talk about. So I think they'll be fine. They – I don't think they'll wind up with the first seed. I think, <clears throat> I think the Sixers got that straight. I don't think they'll – where are they now in the standings? Half, back, half came back. Uh, I still think I still think the Sixers be all right, but I don't think they'll fall back behind the Nets. I mean, behind nothing. That's behind the Bucks. So, I think 
I think they'll stay at two. Uh, Darnell, are you concerned at all about these injuries? Of course. Uh, it's something that last podcast I was talking about, um, how the injury to Kevin Durant, and it just seemed like it's a possibility that this might just be a year where injuries just get the best of them. And I think the setback to Harden is concerning because it's happening at a time of the year where they're going to have to ramp it up towards the playoffs. And you think that they want, they want to ease him back into an injury, but as far as, like you said, we have 27 days left into the play-in. So is he going to come back on the minutes restriction in the playoffs? How does that work? If he doesn't, is he going to try to go too fast too soon? There's a lot of scenarios that this can go wrong for the Nets, so I am worried about it. And as far as them getting to the finals, that's a tough road for them to try to, you know, with these knickknack injuries. And I don't know, man. I'm a little concerned. I think for me, I'm. It's mainly this is my concern, honestly. Um, about the Warriors going forward, and it's, I've been saying it a lot, it's Clay Thompson, can he come back from injury? KD is yeah. at the point where he's older, and he, he's been, he's had major injuries. Like, yeah. he's, he's he's always going to be a threat to be hurt, and Kyrie yeah. is right there as well. Kyrie hasn't had the same kind of major injuries, but he's had injuries as well. He's been injury-prone throughout his career. As these guys yeah. are a little older, James Harden is the one you worry about the least, and even he's having like an injury setback that we haven't really seen him ever have, to be completely honest. So yeah. James Harden is just like it's just another thing, but for me, it's it's really KD. I'm definitely concerned about KD. Now we all know everyone was saying, oh, well, he could have played if it was a playoff game. Yeah, but if if he if he gets hurt, not injured, if he gets hurt kind of that easily he's gonna have to deal with something like that all playoffs and then just another knack another boom another you know what i mean all the kind of yeah. stuff that can happen in a playoff series that's just let alone a whole you know thing now we expect with their talent them not to have these long drawn out series but I, I guess we can wait a little bit to get into that too but there there are teams that can bother them and i think if they yeah. get bothered early any any well not any of them because I think Harden will be fine, but Kyrie and KD could go down in any like minute. And yeah, yeah Kyrie has actually been remarkably kind of durable this year. He's only he's only sat because he felt like it for the most part. Yeah. But yeah, that's just something to think about. We'll definitely jump more into that as we go forward. But moving on real quick to Monday's games. Um, hey man, we saw it. This guy, he's just he's going out there. He's been amazing again. The Warriors end up beating the Sixers. No Tobias and no Ben Simmons for the Sixers, but still, Steph went out there 49 points, five assists on 14 of 28 shooting. Wiggins gave him 16 as well. Rimmel was a plus 15, but really, it was all about Steph just going crazy for 10 for 17 from deep as he has another game where he has. 10 or more three-pointers um, for the Sixers in beat 28 points on 8 of 21 shooting, 13 rebounds, 8 assists as well, and no one else really had just given enough scoring. As Seth, he was hot in the first half, but he ended up with 6 of 15 shooting and 15 points. 
Darnell, what did you see out of this game? I just saw Steph Curry again, like we said last podcast. Um, he's just continuing to get his three-point attempts at a high rate. He's converting those at a high rate. He's His total floor game is just being impressive. For them to have three players in double digits and still win by double digits, it's just amazing stat to see. And it's just not enough that you can say about Steph right now. Like He's just playing – at the highest level right now that I think he's played at in his career during this stretch. It's comparable to the stretch that you saw from Kobe in 2006 when he had, I think it was 40-point games. It was like a stretch of 10, like 10, 40-point games. Yeah. A couple 50-point games in there. And it was another thing. What was it surprising to see was they looked at they listed 30-point games, and it was a stretch where James Harden did it like 30 times in a row. I remember. And yeah. it was just – It was crazy. Yeah, like – like two years ago. Yeah. Yeah, we don't give James Harden enough credit for that. But back yeah. to Steph, like, they're going to be a tough out. If if they can, can – if they can stay where they are in that play-in range, I think they can make the playoffs. And – for a team in the, at the top of the West, like a Phoenix or a Utah, those are teams that potentially could go down to a team like Golden State just because Steph just has that experience. He has that scare factor that can just any moment just combust and just explode for 50 points. And I think the Warriors will have a chance in that kind of scenario. Mm-hmm. Dom, what were your thoughts? So I was looking at the standings, and believe it or not, the Warriors are only four games back from the sixth seed. I saw it too. So, you know, and and seeing how the teams have been playing, you know, seeing how Portland's been falling off, Lillard's been hurt, but seeing how Portland's been losing games, seeing how, you know, the Mavericks can't really win games like that, and just knowing how Memphis – Memphis is a good team, but, you know – they're about a 500 team, so they're going to lose a couple more games. And Golden State's 500 right now. So if they can go on a stretch, if Steph's just going to stay this hot. And, and, and okay, so I want to preface this with this. So in 2017, when Westbrook won his MVP and the Thunder was, I believe, a seventh seed and the Harden and the Rockets were like a second seed, and Westbrook won MVP over Harden. I I personally believe that Harden deserved it over Westbrook. And you know, in this in this in this scenario, you know, I don't want to be a hypocrite and be like, if Steph gets it, if Steph gets to the seventh seed, then he deserves it. Because I feel like that'd be a little hypocritical. But it, it's it be it be crazy. It be crazy. It, it just it just brings more. You know, it puts a lot more into perspective into like you know the seasons that Westbrook and Harden had because Harden Harden dealt with more injuries more as opposed to bad teammates but you know just seeing what they went through to get there like Steph really got score 50 every game to win <laughs> so like my 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 MVP would still probably be Jokic but he gotta at least be top three if they even get to like the seventh seed a six seed or something like that just because like what he's doing is really like incredible he is making history on top of it so 
You know, I think I think if they get to the sixth seed, it could be a real debate between like Steph Jokic and I guess the other ones in B. But you know, between Steph Jokic and B, it could definitely be a real debate between who wins MVP in that in that breath. I think oh, with what's what's happening right now is Jokic kind of deals with a similar thing that James Harden dealt with, and you yeah. can't really avoid it. It's just the playing style, as great as they are. It's just a little different when someone like Russ is going to go out there and get a triple double, or Curry yeah. is doing what he's doing. It's like that explosion factor, yeah. Um, and that like be the thing. That's kind of why Giannis won two of them. Like as as kind of yawn as he can be sometimes, he still is. You know, I mean, you can't avoid if he's just going euro everybody to death and dunk on their head. If, if he, bro, like, <laughs> people laugh at this stat for whatever reason, but if he just going to have the highest PER of all time for, like, two yeah. straight years, <laughs> I mean... And like, 60 with a bad coach and, like, Chris Middleton, what are you going to do? Exactly. Okay. <clears throat> but with the Warriors and with Steph, I, I agree, like, it's tough. I think he's definitely going to be, like, MVP of our hearts. But yeah. it's really going... It really would be bad. Because they're... We're, if we're being honest, we're looking for anybody but Jokic right now to give this thing to. Yeah. But the problem is that Steph really is coming out here crazy. So My thing like, is the, the fact that they gave it to Westbrook, though, that year, it makes it it makes it okay for them to give it to Steph if he if he's able to at least get, like, a seventh. If he can get six, he should get it just because of the fact that they gave it to Westbrook that year when he made the history. I really think and, Sorry, I think it's no, no. I think it's two things. I think it's it's one because they're on TV so much. We yeah, asked everybody else is on this team. Yeah, on TV a lot more Nuggets. We're just like, damn dog. Like even you know, obviously it sucks that Jamal Murray went out, but even without Jamal Murray, the Nuggets are still better all around. Yeah, Warriors team by a good amount, by like yeah. a margin because they have guys who can score. So with 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 that situation, it's like, damn, we see how bad they are. And, like, you know what I mean? All that, the other. And just the way Steph plays is just explosive. Um, and then we be watching we be watching the way they lose games, too. And it always, always be somebody. Draymond, whether it's Draymond, whether it's Damian Lee, even though he has had a game winner for them. But whether it's Draymond, whether it's Damian Lee, whether it's Kent Bazemore, if the, if the ball's not in Steph's hand, Yep. <laughs> then, then the, the result never never works in their favor. Bad things do happen. Now, real quick, down the stretch, um, to point out who they have left, they play the Wizards, the Nuggets, the Kings, the Mavs, Timberwolves, Rockets, the Pelicans twice, the Thunder twice, <laughs> the Jazz, Suns, Pelicans again, and the Grizzlies. So... We talked about earlier, I've been mentioning it um, on previous podcasts, front-loaded and back-loaded schedules. The Warriors yeah. had what we call like a front-loaded schedule. They played everybody in the league early, and we saw just how fast yeah. the team was. But now the schedule's been getting a little easier, and now down the stretch, I mean, you get the Thunder twice, you get the Pelicans three times, who are kind of a mess. They'll probably beat them once, but they're still a mess out there. And you get the Rockets, I mean – the, the biggest one to me might be tonight against the Wizards for real. I was thinking that because the Wizards are also kind of on a hot streak, so we'll see about that one. Um, yeah, they won five in a row. Yeah, real quick for the Sixers. Obviously, we saw you know we see how important Tobias is. So no Tobias. Um, one thing that's interesting. This is 
going to be an issue coming playoffs. I'm convinced now. I I don't know if we we have to give him another year, but I don't know if we should trade it on him. The eyeball had 13 points. Which you think is pretty good, but he was a minus 17. You know he's the defender out there. Jay was on Steph, but the problem was it wasn't the defense that was affected when he was out there. The floor spacing was just terrible. That's why Mike Scott was a plus 11. Um, when yeah. Eyeball went out there, they just kept doubling him, going to Embiid, and I was just watching. I was like, this is what every team in the playoffs is going to do. And Embiid, much better passer, like, this year. And this was a game where I saw it. He was throwing wide open pass to everybody, you know. Kept getting it to Seth. He kept getting it to obvious. If no one else can dribble, drive, and do anything, that was, like, an issue. But – um, Shake went out there as well. He was one of seven, minus 15. Um, Hill actually, I thought, played solid, but he was one for five out there. And yeah. really, the guy who we talked about early in the year, Therese Maxey, he tried in the fourth quarter to really, like, you know, help them out, obviously. You know, the Warriors always lose the leads in the fourth quarter because they put Steph on the bench. But he came back out. This time he was just on fire. I think he was 18 in the fourth. Um, so it's going to be interesting as far as the MVP and everything. And Keep in mind, Steph did just beat head-to-head both the other candidates, Jokic and Embiid, and he had yeah. 49 and 53 on him. So, and and, and I saw uh, – I was talking to some of my friends, and they were like, it's funny how Steph's in his prime and he's not in the playoffs. And I'm like, you know the guy – I mean, you don't want to put the age narrative into it because that's what they were trying to do for LeBron last year, but – you do know that dude's 33. It's not I like he just don't know he's 33, bro. I didn't know him until this year. I was like, wait, he is 33. Like, early like he, he is old. <laughs> like, he's having, he's having like, one of the greatest 33-year-old seasons of all time. I feel like one other thing that can help him is the fact that in this MVP race, the fact that Dame was just second, like, yeah. a week and a half ago. People were – it was starting. It was really, it was really burgeoning. They're like, "Hey, man, he can't beat anyone good, but damn, he's loyal. Let's let's sneak him one." Yeah, Steph gonna just do play better or worse <laughs> and possibly get that same seed. Yeah. Bro, for a second, he had us thinking, "Damn, maybe Dame might might potentially be up there with him." <laughs> he had us thinking that for like a month. I honestly think what's happening right now is Dame is a little is hurt, but he's resting a little bit because he sees this. Yeah. He knows he's got he knows what he has to do. He knows he's gotta pick it up. And it's a tricky game, right? Because they're not the Clippers. They can't really win without him. You know? Yeah. Not quite good enough. They're not a team like even the Lakers where they could be decent without him. They lose with him. So, yeah. like, they can't be good teams with him. So, without him, they're, they're trying to, like, do this thing where, obviously, you're trying to stay in that top six because the last thing he wants to be in that playing game. Then I don't care. The last person you want to see. The last yeah. person you want to see is Steph right now yeah. in that playing game. Now, the Mavs are helping him out a little bit. We'll get more into that a little bit, too. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it's like, it's like, damn. It's, 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 it's a lot of interesting things. It really is. I, it, you just wonder how long Steph can do this for. Bro, at this point, bro, I'm I not know. even going to lie to you. I'm not even going to lie to you, bro. I wouldn't even be surprised if Memphis wound up six <laughs> at all. Yeah. Well, at the thing point. with Memphis has similar issues. Actually, we'll get more into that. Um, But 
Darnell, what were your thoughts on any of the other Monday storylines, games? It was a big day, a lot going on, a lot of interesting things. Yeah, it was a lot of interesting things that went on on Monday. Um, Looking at uh, the big night from Jokic, Mm -hmm. the 47 points, 15 rebounds in a double – in a double overtime game against yeah. the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Ja Morant, <coughs> excuse me, it might have been in the end of the first overtime. He had, like, a play where he was in the paint, and he got trapped, and he kind of threw it off the backboard and tried to catch it off the backboard and dunk it for the game. It would have yeah. been, like, yeah. The best play you've ever seen for a game winner. He always he would have had the best play of all time. It just like I, I, it. I was going to say, it just adds to the long list of almost yeah. posters for John Morant that just, oh, man. John Morant is fun to watch. But uh, outside of that, Phoenix Bro, did think, a win against Milwaukee. That was, go ahead. I think he wants to be Vince Carter more than more than anybody, else, bro. He just trying to be. He trying to be Dominique Wilkins, bro. He's not even trying. <laughs> he just wants the highlights, man. He trying to be the new human highlight reel. I see it. I'm not mad because he's he's probably like 175 pounds. Yeah, and he just jumps over everybody, and he'll dunk yeah. it over anybody's head. Yeah, well, he'll try to. Try. <laughs> he'll try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Um, but like uh the Sun getting a win over Milwaukee in overtime, that's another interesting nugget. Um I didn't think the Suns would be able to win that game. Uh, I heard it was a little controversial at the end. I didn't watch it, so I don't really know exactly uh-huh. what happened. I watched it. I got you. Um go ahead. So here's what happened with that one. First off, Giannis went out in overtime with Grant. Uh, so he was playing most of the game. Then overtime he went out. And then the Suns were up like six. And then the Bucks realized, oh, wait, we can play without Giannis. They start hitting threes. Then, uh, yeah. And then um, I don't – It was such a long night with all these overtime games and the Sixers were But – what happened was basically at the end of, at the end of it, it was like one one twenty seven one twenty seven. They give Booker the ball at the top of the key, like fifteen seconds left. He literally does nothing with it, like dribbles, dribbles, goes nowhere, goes all the way to the wing, shoots it, and they call a foul, and it was a bad foul. Like, it was a really bad foul. Like, I did see that. I did see that. It was really bad. I was like, oh, these dudes just wanted to get the hell out of here, because I was like, because Booker airballed the shot where he missed it. And I was like, why did he shoot that stupid shit? And they called a foul, point three left. I was like, oh, okay. Just like the playoffs. <laughs> I was like, oh, we just gonna we just gonna give Booker this one. That's fine. Cause I was ready. I was I was trying, I was looking for any takeaways. Cause it really was both this game and the Grizzly game. I get into it. If they really were crazy, the fact that you know they were just in overtime with like two very interestingly matched teams. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, that was that controversy. There you go. I don't know. You keep going. I got uh, it. Was also interesting to see Kendrick Nunn lead the Heat in the win. I know Houston's like one of the worst teams in the league, but I didn't think Kendrick Nunn had a 30 point game in him leading as the number one option. 
That's yeah. surprising. Just seeing how he started the season. So the Heat, they're dealing with some knickknack injuries as well. They got an injury to Tyler Hero right now. Jimmy Butler's out. And they just had a, a – Bam didn't play. Yeah, Bam was Bam's out. So Man, Houston, come on. Yeah, like <laughs> Houston, Houston's not hiding it anymore. Like they're taking, they don't they want you to know they're taking, and they have no problems with it. And I'm not mad at it. Christian Wood's still out there. They're not tanking. They just suck. Yeah, <laughs> we're not. It's partially here. due to them just not having no centers outside of Christian Wood. That's and yeah, the other guys left. Oh yeah, he he did just dip out. <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's all I got for Tuesday's games. Mm-hmm. Tom, any thoughts on the Monday games? Yeah, um, so for Memphis versus Denver, like we were just talking about, for one, you know, we've been talking a lot, and I actually put a poll up on Twitter about who's the best scorer on the uh, Grizzlies. Most people actually agree with you, Demetrius. That is Dylan Brooks. But, you know, um, Grayson Allen came out there. He had 24. And then Ja, he, you know, he's been up and down with his scoring this season. But he, he had an explosion with 36 on 13 to 24 shooting. You know, he hasn't been doing that normally this season. So he's, he actually did start off the season scoring like that. And then when he came back from injury, he just stopped <laughs> and started scoring 6 and 8 and 10 every game. But you feel me? I guess he's just getting his explosion back and everything like that. And he has been, you know, playing much better as, as a passer, you know, he got 12 assists and everything, but for, for that game, I just feel like, you know, as much as, as much as, you know, Steph's been incredible and everything like that. If Jokic going to have 50, 15 and eight, <laughs> like, and then I was watching the game. Memphis was really up on them the whole game. This was all Jokic coming, doing it by himself. Well, not by himself. always up on people the whole game, and then they lose. I feel bad about how I lose in 2K with them. They can't close at all. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but they were up for most of the game. But but on the flip side, they be down, and then they be coming – then they be fighting back. (laughs) So – they always play about the same. That's why they're about a 500 team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, um, you know, Jokic going out there, you know, putting up 47, carrying the Mac against the Grizzlies. So, again, they are a playoff team, and they could wind up six somehow. So, you know, I think that just furthers his MVP case as, you know, the Warriors are still a bad seed. And, and – and, you know, and be you know, for the Sixers to be good, they pretty much need the whole team. That's kind of what hurts Embiid a little bit too. Because whenever anybody's missing, <laughs> the 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 team really is you know not quite as good. And obviously in the playoffs, as you've said a billion times, that'll be an issue because you believe that one of them will be hurt. So you know, but um, another takeaway that I think. That I think was really slept on is that you know for Utah versus the Lakers. So Utah and the Lakers played in, um, on Saturday, and uh, Conley wasn't there, uh, Mitchell wasn't there, and Gobert wasn't there. And Utah Utah lost in overtime to the Lakers. Drummond had twenty seven and eight, but then you know Conley came back and Mitchell still wasn't there, but 
you know, uh, Conley came back and Gobert came back, and MVP Mitchell still wasn't there. Huh? Their MVP candidate came back. Yeah, Gobert came back, <laughs> and then Drummond had eight points. So he went from 27 without Gobert to eight with Gobert there. And, you know, Gobert just went out there. And that's, that's like, the thing that's been the, the trend with the team. And, like, while like why you were saying, like, when we were having that superstar debate, why well, I didn't quite know if Mitchell was there yet because he's really not even the one on his team. He's not even, like, the most important player on us. They can win with him. They can't win without Gobert. Like, when Gobert is gone, they don't win games. But they can they can kind because they have enough offense from their guards, whether it be from Conley, <clears throat> whether it be from Clarkson. Like you at least need two of the three there. I think they can manage with when Donovan's not there, but they can't do it at all without Gobert. I mean, is it because Derek Favors Derek Favors is the backup center, and then after him, there's really nobody else. I mean, that could be the reason. We know Derek Favors isn't the best starting center, but he's a great backup, even though he only had two points in that game but you know it could just be the 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 way the roster is built but Gobert's like clearly I think I think it is player on the team so I think that's kind of why we it's like it's like we I like we can't say Mitchell or Gobert is better because Mitchell's like the better offensive player obviously he's the best offensive player on the team but Gobert really is like the anchor of the team if he's not there they're not gonna win so yeah, I just um, yeah. I mean, full disclosure, uh, they are forty. They do forty three wins, so you could they could have two superstars, um, or they could they should have one. But I see what you mean. It's just because Gobert really fighting for this defensive player of the year again. <laughs> if he gets this one, he is for he probably already is, but he's for sure in the Hall of Fame. He gets three of them. Yeah. yeah, there's no. I mean, how many does Dwight have? Did Dwight have two or three? Two. And we already I... say Dwight Hall of Fame. So Dwight um, like went to the finals, but okay, yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he and he was the number one guy too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a little different. It is. A, it is different, but still. <laughs> <laughs> um. But but yeah, so that's definitely I mean, actually Dwight Howard won it three consecutive years. Oh damn, Gobert! Yeah. I mean Gobert about about could win three in four years, so he is leading. It's give him the give him the fucking they're the first seed. And they really, bro. Like you saw it, the Lakers like the part and and I didn't even think of it actually until after the showdown. I was like, wait a minute, they didn't have Gobert. Then they had them, and that just took away all their advantages. All Lakers, yeah. they had no chance. They looked lost on offense. They're like, fuck, we can't just let Drummond be stronger. This is an issue, <laughs> and they couldn't. Do it. <laughs> I don't even think favors necessarily. It's just that Drummond eats on centers that aren't elite. To be honest, he yeah. eats on he eats on centers that can't shoot. <laughs> like, if they can't, if they can't stretch the, if they can't stretch the floor, even if they can, even if they're mid range, even if they're like mid range centers, he can at least get back there close enough. He's just kind of slow. That's really what it comes down to. But like, if, if so, if they step out to the three point line, then the paint's just open and he's useless. But if they're at least in the mid range, he can at least kind of get back there a little bit enough. 
Yeah, pretty much. Um, did you have any other thoughts on any of the other games? Um, I got a I got a couple injury updates. Uh, yeah. We got uh Jaron Jackson was upgraded to questionable for the tonight's game. So that means that oh. even if he doesn't play, that Jaron Jackson is going to be making a return to the lineup soon. So that's interesting to see. Anybody got thoughts on that? I don't at this point, <laughs> like everything they've been doing without him. I don't yeah. know how he's going to come back into their rotation. Like, everybody's kind of finding their offensive roles out there, and he's going to have mm-hmm. to – they're going to have to figure out how to implement him back into the office because they really have been doing all of this without him. Yeah. I think he'll find his way back in fine, and they need him. You can say that, but they they need him out there. Love you, slow-mo. Just not him. He's just not the shooter, and yeah. that's just going to open up everything else on the floor. So I'm excited. Um, he probably he definitely won't start for a while. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Obviously, it's gonna be a process with him. Just try to play a little bit. We'll see. Oh yeah. And then and since we- finally we have the return of potential return of one Lamelo Ball down oh, yeah. floor. Oh yeah. So you know Lamelo Ball. He coming back for uh they say he should be back in seven to ten days and everything like that. So two things. One, do you think that he's missed too much time where the rookie of the year slipped away from him with Anthony for, to Anthony Edwards at, or or Tyrese Halliburton? Or do you think that uh and also do you think that um the 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 Hornets still have a good chance of getting making it in the playoffs? Because you know Gordon Hayward's been hurt too. So and they're the eighth seed now, so you know, they're going to have to deal with the play-in tournament, too. So, do you think that the Hornets can still make the playoffs? And do you think that LaMelo Ball still has a chance to win rookie of the year? I'll, I'll go first. Yes to both. The only thing that worries me, honestly, about them in a play-in tournament would be the Wizards. I don't worry about anybody else. It would be – Yeah. It would beat those. It would beat the Pacers or the Bulls or the Raptors, for that matter. That yeah. would worry me a little bit, but – you know, those are. Two, I don't think they're going to beat the Heat though. That's the whole issue. So it's yeah. Like, it's like that's what it would come down to. Turn uh, Yeah, I think they can make the playoffs. Um, and I think, but I think his his rookie of the year chances is over. I think at this point he missed a little, probably too many games. And but I don't know, man. We got a month of the season left, close, roughly. So maybe. It'll be close, but I, I think Anthony Edwards' full body of work, I think he's probably going to win it. There are better rules than this missing too many games thing. You see it with Embiid. LaMelo come out there and just they start winning big again. He just keeps doing what he's doing. He's winning. I know. I don't know, though, because Anthony really has been snapping this whole time. Yeah. It's not like it's not like he's just been all right. Like, he's been snapping the entire time. That Lamelo was gone. But early so, in the year, he wasn't doing much, and Lamelo was no was snapping from the jump. Yeah, so he's still gonna have the per game numbers. It's gonna depend on. It really depends on what they do as a team. Actually, if he yeah. if he if he keeps it, he he helps them win. So, well, if they can avoid the playing tournament because he came back. Yeah. I think if they even get like the sixth seed. Yeah. Yeah. And 
one last thing about Monday. So obviously when Steph, you know, had his big game and everything like that, you know, the next day on Undisputed, you know, Skip Bayless and Shannon, they had to talk about it. And Skip Bayless basically said, you know, he basically named a few people that he finds superior to Steph. He included um, Hakeem Olajuwon, Oscar mm-hmm. Robertson, Dr. J, David Robinson, Karl Malone, Bill Walton. David Wallace, Robinson? Yup. You know he's a Spurs fan. <laughs> David Robinson, Karl Malone, Bill Walton, and Jerry West. Oh, my God. So... Where do y'all where would y'all place Steph all time now at, at this point in his career? Do you think he's top ten, Steph, top twenty? Think about, think about Steph is Steph had a long time where he wasn't he wasn't one of those guys that was elite from day one. And that has to yeah. be put into the into the grand scheme of things. Steph didn't really pop until like 2014. Years in the league. Yeah. And he got drafted in 2009. So he was five years in the league, released. Well, he was dealing with injuries. It's not like he just was, it's not like he just wasn't doing nothing. He was hurt. <laughs> I mean, yeah, regardless of the circumstances, but when you talk about all time greats, I don't think he's top 10 because when you talk about impact, he's had one of the best impacts on the game that we've seen. And that's, probably a top five, top three yeah. type ranking. But when you talk about his t- totality, not having a finals MVP, that matters. The way he started his career, that matters. So I would say he's probably close to the 15 to 20 range. But some of the players that he named, I couldn't – I can't give – I can't get with that. That's better than Jerry like, West. You know, I'm just going to say it. And <laughs> – I don't know, man. Jerry West was really good. I know he was. That's better. I would say he's he's better than Bill Walton. Like, Bill Walton was good for one year. Yeah, that too. Bill Walton also had the injury concerns. Yeah. Great year. I mean, one of you peeing everything, but, you know, still. I, this David Robinson, dude, that just might be skipped. David Robinson, bro, is one of the most overhyped players in NBA history, I'm telling you. He wasn't. David Robinson was good. <laughs> he was good, but he was not anywhere the fuck close to Steph. No, he was not. <laughs> he did drop 70 in the game. That's cool. That's really <laughs> cool. I hear you. That's really, that's an awesome thing. To so, so is Booker. So is Booker up there. Then? <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking, bro. All for all year is he did drop 70. I'm waiting. We don't see in the playoffs because Dave Robinson used to do fold <laughs> in the offs until Tim Duncan got there. Folded. Then the second yeah. Tim Duncan gets there, all of a sudden, now he gets catapulted up. Now he, gets, he wasn't winning a ring without Tim Duncan. I don't even know if they made the Western Conference Finals. I'm trying to think. Maybe a maybe a couple times they lost to the Jazz or something. But they never made the finals. But regardless, so – that's just always been a thing for me. Karma. Okay, I got I got one more thing. Like before we move on, do you think Steph's all time is he higher all time than Kevin Durant? See, that's why I don't know if they're if he's top ten because I don't think KD KD kind of is eliminating himself from the top ten in a weird way, but he's not. in a weird way. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing it by me, doing 
doing it by only going to super teams. Bro, we just saw yeah, no one's we ever just done saw, it. We just saw KD name his top five teammates, and three of them were MVPs. Yeah. And, uh, another of them was the best closer of all time, and the other one, well, not the, but you know, one of the best closers of all time, and then another one, it was a defensive player of the year who just called himself the best defender of all time. So he's had a lot of all-time teammates in that. Another one of them is one of the best game six performers ever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's six right there. Then he said Surge. <laughs> Even named Surge, bro. Like, <laughs> so you feel me? Surge, Serge Ibaka, put the, Serge Ibaka really was like the seventh best player he ever played with. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty nuts. Yeah. So. so I I would say I think Steph, I, I would take Steph. Because Steph does have a unanimous MVP. And they didn't finish yeah. it, but he did win 73 games. He won yeah. finals in four years. He did it Street without beat Durant. <laughs> beat Durant. <laughs> yeah. Came back from 3-1 down to beat Durant. You know. All those things considered, I I would take. I would take stuff all time. You you know what I always found funny, like people discredit you know Steph for being on a super team, but the thing is, he was he's the reason they were a super team. <laughs> like like the seventy. I don't think, I don't think anybody years. ever discredits them for being a super team. A lot of people have Dame a lovers, lot. man. Dame lovers. He's talking about one type of person. Dame and Russ lovers. Sorry. Not just the not just them, but you know. Nah, it's mainly them. It's them, bro. You can just say it's them. <laughs> Who the fuck else is like, oh, Steph is overrated? It's always the same type of people. It's literally people who love Dame and Russ. No one else would say something like that. Because it's dumb. <laughs> Stupid. I don't know if he could do what. What Dame and Russ do? What are you talking about? Hey, man, okay. they're having that discussion right now. Exactly. That's dude. That's why early in the year they're like, "Oh, he's scoring thirty, but he's not Dame." Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. He lead. He leading the league and he leading the league in scoring right now. But he took the lead. I knew he was yeah. on Bradley. Damn, Bradley. Nah, Bradley right there though. It's thirty one right there, but he, bro, he. Steph is on. That's a. I was actually thinking if he's going to score fifty every game. I mean, yeah. Bradley. Bradley, not much you can do about that. Yeah. <laughs> he only like point three points back, but still. Brad is like the most consistent 30, port, 30 point scoring guard I've ever seen. Yeah. You see his highlights. He just really just go out there, score his thirty. Keep it push. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. It's really nuts. Um, I was. I was actually, I was actually like looking up some like Bradley Bill, like you know highlights, looking up like his bat, like how he improved so much as a player. Like he really did come into the league. He was compared to Ray Allen. He was just supposed to be a spot up shooter for the most part. They said yeah. it really wasn't until he learned how to dribble that he yep. just started dropping thirty every game. That sounds about right. They say yeah, he couldn't I'll... dribble that well at first. We wanted him on the Cavs. But he got drafted one pick ahead of us, and we had to settle for Deion Waiters. I remember that. Damn, I remember that's, that. That's cool. Yeah. You had, to, you had to deal with him and his attitude problem. Bradley would have been fine being the second option. Bra- Deion Waiters talking about, why the, 
why the fuck Kyrie keeps shooting the ball? <laughs> that was the Kyrie draft too, right? <laughs> no, nah, Kyrie was, was drafted next year for them. So who did they draft first that year? That, that couldn't have been Bennett. No. That was Davis. That was Anthony Davis. So that was the oh, draft. this is before y'all got three straight first-round picks. Got it. First day. Nah. No, they, they didn't get it three straight. It was never three straight. One. It was one, and then the Pelicans got, or whatever they were, the Hornets got oh. it. And then the next two were the were the Bennett and Wiggins. That All was 13 right. and 14. Three out of four, yeah. my bad. Yeah. I mean, was, we we missed out on Anthony Davis. Like, couldn't we have gotten – if we go get it in three or four years, can we not just get AD? But no. Who knows if you would have picked AD? Y'all really sat there and picked Anthony Bennett. Yeah, for no reason. Man, who was we going to pick? Who was in that draft? I get – nobody. Oladipo was right there. But Oladipo <laughs> wasn't that guy, man. Yeah, he was. He was, he, he was more than Bennett. Anthony Bennett. <laughs> but bro. we had just drafted Deion Waiters like fourth overall the year before. Like you gotta do you gotta do value. You gotta do best player available. You sir. gotta not pick a fat ass first overall. Niggas pick Grant Williams number one. <laughs> he was a he was a stretch four, like he made sense. But he just he didn't. Just he, like wasn't Williams. <laughs> he made sense. I'm telling you, he made sense as a stretch four, but it did, it just didn't work out. How many games did he play for you? How many games he play? Only I have two the right? over under at, at 100. <laughs> oh, yeah. Probably under. I Probably. Under. I, I want to say it's like 50. I was about to say it's over under 50. <laughs> We're changing over under, over under 50. I'm about to – oh, man. He's apparently still playing somewhere. Damn, Bennett. <laughs> hey, man. W- Wiggins, Wiggins at least turned into Kevin Love. Well, Bennett did turn into Kevin Love, too. I'll give him that. It was both Damn, he got a trade after one. Oh, he was in the – Oh, He was in the Kevin Love trade. He was in the Kevin Love trade. Yeah, Bennett, Bennett and Wiggins. Got him right the fuck by there. Hey man, Bennett actually played 151 games. 52 for Damn. the Cavs, though. So 52 for the Cavs, 57 for the Timberwolves. They're like, well, we, I guess we gotta use him. Then he went to then he went he's from he's from uh Toronto, so he went to the Raptors. <laughs> they was like, damn, useless too. This is here too. Bro, not a big that gets like four rebound, three rebounds a game. And shoots threes at twenty six percent. Hey, he was a bust, man. What you want me to say, man? Thirty <laughs> percent. Oh, 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 man. But since we don't bust, we we cannot forget the Jason Tatum trade. Wow, what was that doing? Anything. <laughs> Hey man, to be, to be honest and to be fair, we, so we both experienced bus. Like when that happened, I was like, "This is stupid." I was not like, "This makes sense." I was like, "This makes no sense." I remember <laughs> you were there. You were there during all of the Sixers, and then, oh man, talk about this one. Speaking of which, because this guy did go off. This stupid app, bro. Darnell sat. He had front row seats. Going on Twitter, complaining, going on the podcast, being like, "Why the?" Fuck! 
didn't we take Michael Porter <laughs> fucking junior? And everyone's yes. like, I don't know, man, because he's hurt. But I was like, no, you don't understand what we just did. We fucked up everything. Y'all Porter Jr.'s on this team. If, if that's what if that's what y'all going to do anyway. That's what I'm saying. Bunch of hurt Dude, people. Because he came in and ruined everything. Bro, not only. Yeah, Calangelo really the worst. Not only did not take Michael Porter Jr. Remember, we skipped out on both the bridges. And yeah. then Michael Porter Jr. To pick Zaire Smith. We skipped out on three three and D players, which is yeah. the only thing we ever fucking. Well, did. well, Porter's not three and D, but yeah, sure. he's a three. Yeah, one of the two. Damn it, <laughs> something. Oh, like Porter, by the way, against the Grizzlies, he was a plus seventeen. He played crazy. Um, Yo, what, has, bro? Aaron Gordon was good for like the first five games, for like the first like seven <laughs> games. And just hasn't scored over 10 points. Since. He has to score now with no Jamal. He's not doing that. So Porter got to do it. Porter doing it. Hey, man, he, I got nothing for you. Aaron Gordon played very badly. <laughs> He's been playing very badly. But they keep winning with him. Just because as badly as he plays, he doesn't get killed. No, he, he as badly as he plays, he's on the court. Because <laughs> that other dude. That for two was just never on the court. <laughs> yeah. He's on the court now for Orlando for his for the next 10 games. But yeah. and job late down the stretch of that game, he he really did save them multiple times. And then like Darnell said, he did the throw off the backboard thing. And I was like, why? And I was like, I went I went right back to thinking about us doing the podcast and us talking about it. Like, yeah, he does this. Sometimes. My man said, "Why? <laughs> if it's bro, if the if the play not going on IG and Twitter, bro, he not doing it." But he was doing a lot of crazy stuff before that. That wasn't that wasn't like that, you know. But, I mean, he was scoring. He got. He has six. to go for that. He has to go for that. <laughs> I ain't mad, bro. I'm not mad at it. He's he's take. If he just trying to be Vince Carter and, and and Dominique Wilkins, bro, that's cool. He can be that, <laughs> like a like a point guard version that passes. Yeah, he can do that. But if there's a highlight play there to be made, he's gonna try it. Yeah, he is. And one one last thing about the Monday games, we're gonna get definitely more into it on Tuesday. But um, the Spurs beat the Pacers one hundred nine ninety four. I give up. I give up. Slenderman. I don't care anymore. I don't give a fuck. I mean, if they just it, – it, the Pacers suck. Yes. Damn it. These dudes, like, really just somehow beat these teams. I got, I got nothing for it. And if the Pelicans going to be out, be ass. Fuck it. Let them in. Spurs-Grizzlies playing game. I'm about it. The Grizzlies could get up to six, you're right. But, I don't know. Just, who cares? I'm over it. They fight stupid hard for no reason. There's somehow 500, and it makes – Pop be coaching his ass off because it makes no sense. Makes no fucking sense. And then here they are. So you know what? Good job, Spurs. Earn my respect. Get in the playing game. I don't care about the Pelicans anymore. Damn, the Pelicans lost four straight. Yeah, they suck. <laughs> they lost four straight, all with leads. They're terrible. Damn. Damn. Not all with leads. I don't know if that's true, but it sounded true. Let me actually go look. They've lost the last <laughs> – they for sure have lost the last three with leads. I'm telling you, for sure. Because I watched the other two, and then this one I didn't watch, but it was – they might not have – had a lead. 
Huh? Last night, they definitely had a lead. Yeah, they had a lead last night. They had a lead against the Knicks the whole game. Well, not the whole game. The Knicks were playing early, but they had a fourth quarter lead. They were up by six with two minutes left. They were up on the Wizards. I don't know about the first game against the Knicks. I mean, we know why they can't close, though. They don't have no shooters. <laughs> Got to have shooters to close. Lonzo, Lonzo can be as improved. Right there. Lonzo can be as improved of a shooter as can be, bro. He can't be the best. He can't be the best shooter on the team. He can't be the only shooter on top of it. It's not scoring. They had 129. It's, I mean, Lonzo doesn't guard anybody. That is the problem. Eric doesn't guard anybody either. Neither one of them no. guard anybody. Nobody you know, don't guard anybody. Yeah, nobody guards nobody. Lions <laughs> can't play defense, so not yet. They really saw Joe Harris twenty four, Kyrie thirty two. Man, it's joking. I mean, Kyrie going at thirty two though. Yeah, Kyrie going to do that. Bro. I saw. I saw. I saw Kyrie get. I saw Kyrie get shut down at 37. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw hands all in that man's face and he had 37. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, he going to do that. I know what you wanted to talk about with this Nets team. Bro, this guy really is going on tear. He's That's going, what I'm saying. going crazy out here. What the fuck? He really, he really has been like their second best player throughout. Through for, from what from the point where like Durant and Harden been hurt, he been their second best player. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are talking Shamit, Shamit, Andrew Shamit going stupid out here. Not plus sixteen. What? Eighteen points, eight assists, seven to twelve shooting. He just had 30. He just had 30 last game on yep. 10 of 15 shooting. Yep. Then 20 the game before then. Shamit is – if Shamit's going to go crazy like this, it's like they can this, sit. With this team, he has the confidence to dribble. Like, suddenly yeah. he can drive on people. He was driving on us, and I was like, oh, what the hell is this? Yeah. He Man. actually got a dunk. He got a dunk last night. Yeah. I was like, oh, I was, Shamit. When I was at the game, when I was at the game, my friend was like, oh, Shamit only played good when he on the on the 76ers court. It's like, nah. <laughs> nah, he's just good now. He he found his role. He really? found his role. But I mean, a lot of it comes down to like, you know, he was on the Clippers and the Clippers was dysfunctional. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> He's on a team where at least they all came together because they wanted to come together. Who would you rather have, Landry Shamit or the what's his name that they got from Detroit? Bruce Brown. No, the left hander for the Clippers. Oh, Luke Kennard. Luke Kennard. Who would you rather have between those? Gotta take Shamit if he has the ability to score (laughs) thirty, and he plays actually better defense too. Yeah, <clears throat> me too. He has to. He he saw it was between him and he saw it was between him and TLT and and, and TLC, bro. He yeah. was like, let me let me use this opportunity. <laughs> it was a mix of just no pressure and you got to do it. This is gonna be TLC just sitting there. Yeah. Okay, you can't let him take it. And TLC was trying. He had a couple games where he hit threes. 
Sister. I mean, he went two for four last night. But... Since then, minus eight. Since then, ass. Yeah. <laughs> nah, Sham has definitely been the, the revelation they needed. Yeah. He's consistently yeah. been the highest plus minus on top of it. And then Joe, like, once every basically two games, he's going to give you 20. He's going to give you 20 yeah. or literally five. So we, yeah. It, it, it depends on how well the other team <clears throat> him. But the Pelicans, as we know, they can't even foul correctly late in the game. So they did not watch him for 48 minutes. So like I won't call him the key, but him being there really does just if if Shamage is gonna be this nice, can't nobody beat them. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't nobody beat them already. But if Shamage is gonna drop 20 every game now. <laughs> yeah, if Shamage can be your consistent bench score, him and him, <clears throat> sorry, him and Blake. Just but you can't really do anything about it. Yeah. Because Blake also, he had 16 and 8. He continues to, like, you know, slowly get better. He did foul out. But he just slowly – I see his numbers just creeping up, creeping up, creeping up. They're starting to use Bruce again. 11 rebounds, led the team. That's what he does, force deals. So, it's like – they just have a lot of pieces to throw at you. I mean, yeah. end of the day, this is going to come down to. But the Aldridge retirement could be huge because that means DeAndre, DeAndre kind of has to start. Not kind of. Yeah. Kind of Although, wait, where was Claxton? That's hmm, – he must be hurt, too. Let me see. He's out for uh, COVID protocols. Uh, so, he's going to be out for probably like a week. Yeah. Damn. These dudes. Man, if they don't just get their shots, man. <laughs> All the day. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, most of them say they don't want to get it. Yeah, a few a, a few of them did though. A few players got it though, a decent yeah. amount. They said if you get the shots, you can go overseas, man. Just bro, I already got my two. So I'll just do it. Yeah, all right. just don't get Johnson and Johnson, as we know. Get the other. <laughs> I don't even think you can anymore. The Pfizer. Uh, they recalled it. Sounds all right. That one shot thing always sounded sketchy. I was like, fuck no, absolutely not. Actually, no, no chance. Um, but the other game I think from this ball, Timberwolves game. Shaman had eight assists too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was passing too. I don't know where this came from, man. I just know that it wouldn't have happened on the Sixers. That's the only thing I can conclude from this. Honestly, I know it wouldn't have happened on the Clippers more than the Sixers. Shaman was Shaman was at least scoring for y'all. Mainly because he Doc didn't do like playing. Yeah. Doc doesn't like playing young players anyway. Yeah. He Pulls was his tooth to, to put Maxi out there. Get his he was forced to put Maxi out. He tried to stay the game because he's like, man, Shake won't be this ass. I mean, I guess Maxi might be able to score. <laughs> Maxi's crazy. Um, but in one of the really, I think, most important games um, the last two days, even the Clippers beat the Blazers. Yeah. One nope. point. No Dame, no Kawhi, but a huge game. Spalders continues to go crazy with Rondo around. 33 points in this one, 13 to 22 shooting. Um, Marcus Morris gave him 16 as well. Rondo, nine points, seven assists, six rebounds. The interesting thing is, other than him, everyone on the bench was a complete minus out there. Um, well, other than him and Batum. So, only two. 
Only two complete minuses out there. <laughs> yeah. Pat Pat was a minus seven, 14 minutes. It's not good. Yeah. Demarcus was a minus 12 and 13. <laughs> uh, but he gave him 11. I was about to say, he gave him 11 points and still was minus 12. That's wild. <laughs> Damn. I got nothing Cause he, that. Because he can't play no sort of defense. Yeah, these are facts. CJ saw him out there for a couple of minutes and was like, now I can score. <laughs> hey, man, you remember you remember when we played, man? Now I used the Clippers. I had to mark us out there. I was like, I can't. <laughs> so this is interesting. I don't know if they're going to continue to do it, but Portland went out there and they trotted out Hollis Jefferson, 24, Zero Little, 24. They got rebounds. They're not defensive liabilities. It's a little tougher to tell because there's, again, no Kawhi, so a lot of the scoring threat um, for the Clippers, you know, gone. But yeah, defense looked a little – hey, man, this is pure 2K knowledge here. Fully drive like that. And there was no um, Nurkic, so they probably just wouldn't do this. But their defense is a lot better when they don't have a really slow five. Like yeah. So just something to look for. They probably won't do it. They were both positives. They weren't getting killed on defense. They were destroying the Marcus Cousins. But, hey, <laughs> we'll, we'll see about that one. Um, don't know, you don't really be out there fighting. <laughs> yeah, they just that's all they, that's all they have to do. Just be out there just, just not getting killed. Just getting yep. – getting, being around the paint so, like, it's not an easy layup. Because they're not going to be able to guard anybody. Man, you be close. Yeah. Um, Darno, you have any thoughts on this game? Um no, no major takeaways. Um, nothing really surprised me. Portland is obviously they're struggling to, you know, play the level that they were playing before CJ got back. I think now having Dame out, obviously that's a big blow, but for this game is obviously Paul George and the way he's been playing lately, he's having probably the second best season of his career under my guy, Ty Lue, who I said would figure it out. And, you know. You mean Rondo? <laughs> my guy, playoff. Rondo? Lou. My guy, playoff Lou. Playoff. Getting it done. Oh, man. <laughs> getting yeah. it done for the Clippers. Jeez. I'm just going to – Amen. My man's had two, my man's had two players that everybody say should be coaches after they retire. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But at least the other player gave him the job, so you know what. And, true. and he let Rondo coach. Sometimes you just gotta let him coach, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a coach. Hey man, and I hey, I feel you, Darn Darnell really riding high. He told he said the Clippers all start doing stuff. They, they have they've won nine in the last ten. They're only a game and a half back of the Suns, and the Suns yeah. aren't really losing. It's just you know they just not going nine for the last ten. They really can't. I was thinking about it. they really can get the first seed. Gobert was yeah, that's what play. I was saying. <laughs> Gobert gonna yeah. have to play. He gotta play every game. They can't lose anymore. That shit <laughs> close. 
they definitely fall in the one seat if it gets close. Yeah. There's no way. There's just no way. Um, I disagree, uh, though, with the Blazers. I disagree with the Blazers' struggling point, though, because this is what they do. They don't beat teams better than them. They haven't done it all year. They won't do it now. <laughs> they should have never gave you that stat, man. You're never going to let that one go. It's not uh, until they do it. No, what? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that is a that is an awful stat. <laughs> really bad. <laughs> like you now, now once, now once. It does not beat a team better than you else ever, bro. Hey, man, honestly, on if if we're being completely honest, bro, I think they might as well just go ahead and and slip them in the top ten, man. Put him like put him like seven. Just, just let him, huh? Who are you talking about? Paul, yeah. Just slip him seventh, man. If oh, he's gonna man. keep scoring 30 every game. Like we're talking about Steph scoring 40 every game. Like if, if Paul's just gonna do it right with him. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the thing is that Kawhi's been fifth, so like he'd have to go down to like eighth and ninth. Which he hasn't been in, so Kawhi's been playing. Man, the Nets had all three of them in. Man, go ahead. KD was never in the MVP race, but okay. He was that fourth. Yeah. He was fourth at first. You mean in the beginning fourth. of the year when he played? I mean, yeah. The first 10 games? Okay. Well, yeah. All right. I thought you meant the way you said it was like at the same time. Okay. Okay. The Okay. Harden, Harden and Kyrie were fifth and sixth at one point. That did happen. I'll give you that. Hey, man, I agree. Paul Dr- Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. He can be. I mean, if he's if he really is gonna keep scoring 30 every game. <laughs> I hear it. He can be in he can be in the top zone. Oh yeah. yeah. Hey, it's more so I'm I'm a, I don't want to put him there for Paul George. <laughs> you mean Clyde Leonard? <laughs> no, he mean for, no, for himself. For his, for his own sake. Oh <laughs> I'm trying to help him out. <laughs> Because hey, you know what happens with them expectations, bro. But you know what it, happens. You know what happens. He sees himself up there. <laughs> yeah, it depends on if you really think. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm almost completely giving in how important Rondo is. Just cause it's like it's not just Rondo. It's the fact that he is kind of a coach. I'm yeah, he coach. He's a coach. And they're passing in general. No, nah, he can be the head coach. Oh my God. <laughs> Ty Lu been the assistant coach, bro, the whole time. <laughs> he, been, he's, he was an assistant coach. Like, Hey, man, sometimes you need someone else to tell. Hey, Rodgers is probably telling the same thing Ty Lu did. This is pass the ball, please. They're doing Rodgers it. on the court doing it. <laughs> hey, man. Example. He's a coach on the floor. Yeah. But it so the the point though is they had 24 more assists. They they all passed. Well, I mean Rondo had seven, obviously. 24 it, more. Huh? 24 more. 24. Yes. 24 assists this game. They were not getting 24 assists early in the season, I promise. Oh, I thought you meant they had 24 more assists than Portland. Oh no. <laughs> <My bad. laughs> Ah, that would be that would be kind of wild. <laughs> like, dang, Portland, y'all just y'all just be jacking like that. Maybe playing like the Celtics out there. Nah. 
playing straight like Boston. They kind of had to pass with no Dame, so they had like twenty two. But yeah, but now it, so that's just happening, and now like Paul George just gets a bunch of shots. He even was only two for eight from three this game. Um, this yeah. But again, against Portland, man, it's really it. I'm conflicted. I I. Th- the only reason I really don't want to see the series is because I don't think that Portland has any chance to be anyone better than them. So, you know, I'd rather see the Clippers get tested a little bit, but we will see. All right, man. Go ahead, Dom. You're making us, making us talk about us. Just go ahead. Bye. I just want to say that the Timberwolves are really messing up their draft stock right now because they all because the Warriors already have their pick. They already have their top three protective pick that they gave to them. And the fact that D'Angelo, Edwards, and Towns keep scoring 28 together <laughs> and the fact that they've all been showing so much offensive you know compatibility is great for the future like they they definitely have a strong future and i was looking at the teams like near them in the standings so there's the the rockets they're better than the rockets there's the thunder who are forcing everybody to be better than them <laughs> there's the uh, pistons there's the uh, magic and there's the Cavs. Nothing of all of all six of them. The, I do think the Timberwolves are the best team of them all. So oh. if the Timberwolves, are, <laughs> they're better than they're better than y'all. I'm sorry, but um, if the if the Timberwolves keep going on this tra- trajectory, bro, they're really just going to mess around, and not get their draft pick. <laughs> so they got to relax. So one of them just going to have to sit for the season or something. I mean. Because the, so they keep the winning thing. games. They don't keep winning games. They're four and six of the last ten. Like, they're winning games. Fair. It's a little better than I thought they were. Um, <laughs> you fair, the Pistons, <laughs> the Pistons are going to win a couple more. Um, Shout out, man. Shout out to Thunder, man. They've lost 11 straight. It's crazy. They're fighting. <laughs> they're fighting so hard. He said, all right, see you, Shay. Lou was like, all right, my turn. He was like, nah, sorry, Lou. Can't do that. Got to sit down, bro. You can't be scoring 40 out here. You fucking up the plans. <laughs> fucking up. Fucking up my two G League rosters I'm trying to build out here. <laughs> so, so, no. The Magic are going to win a couple more, though. They've lost, they've, they've lost three straight. The Pistons are also four of their last ten, by the way. So, yeah. I mean, I see what you're saying because you're not wrong, but – these dudes want to play together. I think that's more so what it is. Yeah. They're trying to prove that they can play together. You know, Townsend, Townsend, Russell, already best friends. And then Edwards just don't care about yeah. nothing. So. They're like, oh, we can do this. And they can do it against the Kings. The Kings suck. That's why I didn't know why you want to talk about this game. They just, they're awful. Oh, it was, believe me, it wasn't nothing about the Kings at all. They're one in. They're one in nine in the last ten games. Dude, you know what? As much shit as we gave him, they're a lot worse without Marvin Bagley, bro. Yeah, they're a <laughs> lot worse without him. And that doesn't tell you everything you need to know. Just because he, he won't go out there and be a minus fucking sixteen in the starting lineup, but like, damn, damn. I mean, I mean, if he if his replacement can't be Mo Harkless, <laughs> Mo. Oh, scored 20 was still a minus 16. Jeez, no, man. Mo Heartless is so 
Hey, I remember we were playing 2K, bro. I had I had to say whoever else. I didn't care. Mo Harkless was just not <laughs> going to be out there for me. Mo Harkless was fun. <laughs> Clearly, he is. Yeah, he's pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, who was he on before? He was on the. Uh, he was on Miami. He, he was on Miami. He started the first game, and never played again. That's right. Yeah. He started the first game of the season, and then he just <laughs> completely got cut out of the rotation. They didn't even give him a bench role. Because he, yeah, he was supposed to be like a reason or something. He was supposed to be their Jay Crowder replacement. He was on the Blazers last year, wasn't he? Two years ago. Yeah. First, yeah. Because people used to – you know what it was? He actually used to get hidden because of uh, Al Farouk Aminu. So he was like the yeah. Al Farouk Aminu, which is – Yeah. Yikes. But – No, Harkless. Al Farouk Aminu was – Al Farouk Aminu did his job. Harkless – Yeah. He did. Well, he was always – Nothing. He, he could score. He, play. Can't do nothing else. <laughs> I mean, everyone who ever plays with the Blazers can score. Yeah. That's just that's just what should Terry Stotch just be out there teaching offense. <laughs> no sort of defense. It's hard when you got two six foot tall guards, though. To be Bro, fair. the Raptors just won a title with two six foot guards, six foot tall guards. All right. I mean, well, you gotta tell Dame to start flying in front of people and falling down, man. That's, <laughs> that's really what it comes down to. Go <laughs> compare them to that. They, they had two six foot guards, but they also had a Baca. And Gasol is better was a better defender than these two. And then Kawhi Leonard. Wait a minute, no, I'm at Siakam. Yeah, I'm not letting go of that one. Fuck no, actually. Just bro, they got Robert Covington. They got Derrick Jones Jr. They got, they got Robert Jones. Covington. You mean the guy? Jimmy, bro, I'm happy as hell. He's not here anymore. He was playing, bro. He was straight he joking. Was, he was dead serious. Nah, he was joking. Nah, he was. He could have said it with a smile and been not kidding at all. <laughs> <laughs> not kidding a little bit. Why would he just say that? Like, nah, because Derrick Jones is in the was in the room. Like, Derrick Jones was in the room. That's why he said it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Derrick Jones is in the room. I mean, joking, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, as soon as he left, as soon yep. as he left, they did become a top 10 defense. Yep. Yep. They didn't play him in the rotation last year. No, I heard, who did they play it over him in the playoffs? He was so bad. They played somebody. And everyone's like, bro, he really went out there. Solomon Hill. Solomon Hill. Solomon Hill is better than Derrick Jones. <laughs> oh, that's the thing. Oh, my God. Solomon Hill was straight there in the finals. <laughs> yep. Had to be. Everyone got hurt at that point. And he <laughs> was the right move. He really was better than fucking Terry Jones. <laughs> Darnell, real quick, as we look at the standings, man, anything you see that interests you, any of these teams you like in the East or the West for anyone who's kind of, you know, disappointing you or things like that? Well, I'm glad the Pacers are falling, slowly falling out of the contention in the East. So that's good to see because I don't want to see the Pacers in the playoffs again. If you're a Pacers fan listening, I apologize for that, but it's the truth. And I'm a little disappointed in the Celtics. What's wrong with that? 
Yeah, she had a little worse than them. Hey, man, it's all right. He doesn't we, want hey, to we, we got we got different goals, man. Yeah. We have different yeah. goals. Than yeah. The Pacers do. The Pacers are trying to make the playoffs. We're yeah. trying to get into the lottery. Y'all yeah. were trying to make the playoffs. I still don't think y'all try to make the lottery that much, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean part of it is just that we part of it is we just that bad, but <laughs> Kevin Love came back and the whole defense <laughs> fell apart. That what happened. It's a it's a mixture of a lot of things. Jared Allen was out for a lot of games. Larry Nance got sick. Okay, he got sick and lost twenty pounds. Some mysterious illness. He hasn't been the same since he came back. It's been a lot of stuff. Damn, twenty pounds. Yeah, and he's already not like fat. So where you lose twenty pounds from? But the standings. Um, Charlotte in the eighth spot. Potentially in a play-in with a return to Lamelo, I want to see how high they can climb. They seem to only be two games back of, no, they're a game and a half back of the Miami Heat, the Dallas Mavericks slipping in the standings. How far can they drop? That's another interesting nugget. How high can the Warriors climb? That's something else interesting. And the Pelicans, they probably won't make the play-in tournament, and I'm not mad about that because I don't think they're a very good team, even though they've had some moments where, you know, they've won some games, but I'm not a big fan of the Pelicans team. Quick question. Do you fire Stan Van Gundy or do you fire David Griffin? You fire David Griffin. Yeah, David Griffin. When you you really look at it, <laughs> I think you can really clean house because yeah. Stan Van's obviously like yeah, make that clear. Yeah, Stan's been bad, and this roster is just constructed gross. Like, how does these players They're fit? Built <laughs> They're built terrible. Like, no, they don't fit. They're just a bunch of odd pieces and. They're just supposed to win games in the West, and it's just not how you – you got to build a team that makes sense, and that team just doesn't make sense. Get rid get rid of everybody that doesn't contribute to Zion. So, you can – if you're just going – if you're just going to make – if you're just going to make Zion the point guard, sign and trade, Lonzo got to go. If, if Zion's – if Zion's just going to be the point guard. <laughs> yeah. Like, Lonzo got to go. got to go. Yeah. Hey, man. Gotta go. But they already paid him. I've been saying they, they already paid him. Now you gotta see who want him and what you're willing to get out of him. I mean, he he probably better than what they would get back. That's the thing. Unless they can just get some picks, they All just right. need not. I I don't agree that he's better. It the they need pieces. I think. I I but you can't really replace twenty a game, even exactly. If is, even if it is on thirty percent shooting, so. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, it'll be interesting to see. I heard they're trying to sign and trade Lonzo, so uh, it'll be interesting. Interesting to see what they get back from it, from from that. Definitely, it's really Eric Bledsoe. It's the whole issue here. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> Eric Bledsoe gave them three draft picks. So that's true. Also, I I think things we haven't actually talked about it. But I, I really let me see if he played or not. I think that the issue actually is there's no Josh Hart. Yeah, that's been the – I was going to say that earlier, but, yeah, Josh Hart really been gone this whole time. He's low-key, like their second-best player, third-best player, so. Yeah. I low-key forgot about Josh Hart. <laughs> Not there. 
that's the whole reason they've been losing. They don't play any defense without him or get any rebound. <laughs> so on the bench, at least without him out there. I'm curious, who do y'all, <clears throat> who do y'all think more valuable at this point, Josh Hart or Kuzma? Ooh. Uh, that's so tough because Kuzma plays with the Lakers. So it's like we get to see him with more talent around him. But do you think that if if Josh Hart was on the Lakers, he's because Josh Hart is like has like eight rebounds a game on top of being be close. their their best three point shooter. Actually, I think Josh Hart fits the Lakers better than Kuzma does. I'm I'm gonna say I'm actually gonna go with Kuzma only because this year, as they've been dealing with injuries, he really has kept them afloat a lot. Because Josh Hart couldn't score like this. Yeah, like they've wanted him to, and he couldn't. So I'd see not yet at least, but Kuzma was he's been scoring and he and he's a good distributor now. He can pass now. He's getting like he's got a better floor game. Um, yeah, Hart's a better defender. I think I think when they're fully healthy, Hart would probably be a better fit for them. But I'll tell you right now, if Kuzma was on the Pelicans, they'd be a they'd be better. I'm gonna say a lot better. They'd definitely be better. Mm. Oh no. I because Kuzma not guard nobody. They don't guard they anybody. Not doing it, though. <laughs> so I don't care anymore. That's why. That's why that Lou Williams trade to Atlanta was amazing. <laughs> they just not gonna play no defense already. <laughs> fully well. commit to it, man. You gotta fully commit. Honestly, bro, all they all they need is Clint. <laughs> yep. All they need is Clint because clearly they don't even need Hunter and Reddish at this point. He's going fourth. I mean, they need them to obviously reach their full potential, but they're really fourth without them. Six games over, six games over five hundred. Fourth seed. They just needed Nate McMillan. That's what what this comes down to. Yeah, Lloyd Pierce wasn't the answer. Hey man, I mean, to to be fair, to not even to be fair, Atlanta the whole time. I was saying, I was like, these guys keep freaking out for no reason when the problem is Trey. But, like, you know, the Trey John Collins, kind of book, that's kind of looking good, too, because he keeps getting hurt. So, if you go to be hurt all the time, and then we hear just complain about Trey Young, I mean, I don't know what you want me to do, dog. <laughs> like, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm be on the John Collins bandwagon, but you're not there, and they're winning without you now. So, you kind of fucked up, fuck up there. Um, but- I mean, it's, it's like the, it's kind of similar to the, uh, to the Mavericks, how, they need Chris Stapps. They need him, but he's never there. <laughs> I think that the Mavs need Chris Stapps way more than the Hawks need John Collins, actually. Because mm. the Hawks still have Clint Capella, and they have other people who can score. Bogdanovich can score. Gallinari yeah. can score. Like, they have other big-time scorers. Not they even, do. like, dudes who can just kind of score. And they, they don't have Josh Richardson. So... <laughs> <laughs> I remember that too. They have Josh Richardson out there taking ten bad shots, bro. And Lou, Lou, I think Lou had like fifteen in the first quarter. I mean, they played the Magic, but what what did he wind up? He had twenty two last night. He was the he was a plus twenty two. Porter oh, came four. I forgot they got yeah. shooters and shooters out there. So that's kind of why they were like freaking out. They were like, "Man, we built a good team." Solomon Hill was a plus fourteen out there, missed every shot. <laughs> he like took two. That's six boards. So yeah. 
No, I'm just no, I'm just saying he was a plus fourteen. Brandon, I mean, whatever his name is, his name. Yeah, Brandon Goodwin plus eleven keeps being a plus somehow. Bro, bro, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. Nate, Nate McMillan really, he really might be coach of the year. <laughs> yeah, he did. He change that whole franchise. <laughs> Bro, it's because, bro, he just eats. It's very simple. He just said, Trey, stop shooting dumb shots. You can even miss the good shots. He still be missing them floaters. But seven for 16, seven to see, stop doing as much <laughs> dumb shit. So it was really all John Collins was saying, but he can't say it. But he was like, damn it, Lloyd not going to say it, bro. I'm going to just fucking tire of this. Because, bro, they start off the season eight and one. Now, again, a big part of this is Bogdanovich. As we've seen, if you have a Bogdanovich and you lose them to injury, you're literally not the same because they're just tall and they can shoot. So they can play defense. Is that the trend of Bogdanovich's, even though they're not related? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Same with Bridges, man. You lose a Bridges, you're you're in trouble. Yeah. That's what I, I I don't think Michael has missed a game yet. That's the Suns one. I don't think the Suns one has missed a game yet. Nah, yeah. Oh, Mikhail. I think it's Mikael. It's Mikael. It's definitely Mikael. And Mikael. Oh, well, how are you pronounced? Mikael Bridges. I was like, who the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking of Michael Porter Jr. That's literally <laughs> what I thought. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, what's he talking about? Um, nah, he hasn't. That's like the only – he's huge for them. He actually hit a huge shot in overtime. Last game to give him a three-point lead because he had a corner three. They really yeah. need one. But Donovan's really does the same thing. Forts are – I mean, it's – they look good right now, I think. Really, uh, with the Hawks, all you can say. One team to me <clears throat> as well that's looking good, the Knicks, man, seven in a row. Yeah. They're closing out games now. It's going to be real interesting to see who they match up. Because you know who came back. Yeah. They're gross. Heroes that came back. Former MVP came right back. Yes. Youngest MVP ever. <laughs> yes, sir. History-making MVP came back. Three-time yeah. All-Star Derrick Rose did come back, and he, he's been great. <laughs> MVP? MVP three-time All-Star. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, he was he's been great for them. He actually was the he was obviously he was the difference in the Knicks Pelicans game because yeah. you know, he could do something yeah. <laughs> unlike any of the Pelicans players not named Zion. So <laughs> when they're like, oh shit, he can do things, <laughs> he can pass or score. Well, not only could he do things, he could do both at the same time. No yeah. Pelicans is able to do that. So really, <clears throat> other than Zion, so that really be the thing. <laughs> really, really was Ray be the one? Man. That's the worst part. He really was Ray be the one. Man, he went right. Hey, man, at the end of the day, bro, he said maybe, maybe Thibodeau made his career more than we we think. Even though he ruined it, he might have just made it too. Yeah, Julius right here looking like a at least third team All NBA guy. Yeah, never looked like this before. Like yeah, ever so you know, but that's why and D Rose keeps going back. 
keeps going yeah. back. He's finding <laughs> him. And he keeps excelling whenever he's with him. He, yeah. he do keep finding him. <laughs> like, that is Tristan shit, bro. Where is um <laughs> I miss him yelling at me, bro. Like <laughs> this is probably actually the one dude to go don't yell at. Probably oh. can't yell at so, me. Not after, not after you ruined his career, he made yours. Can't yell at him. Oh, yeah. He gave you everything he had. He'd be like, bro, you don't have to run these suicides, bro. Just chill. He gave you a he gave you MVP, bro. Like, he got, like, he gave you an MVP season, bro. Like, you really did do everything in his power. Kept trying to come back. Yeah. Kept getting hurt right again every time he tried to come back. <clears throat> the Bucks just don't want it. They clearly just want to be the three seed. That's what I keep saying. Yeah. Five the last time. It's like they, they do be kind of having a chance to climb. They just don't do it. But they're not going to get caught from the Hawks. That's just an interesting thing. They've been like the three seed. They've been the three seed literally all year. Like yeah. I, actually, for like 50 games. They're, now. they're the third best team in the, in the years. Yeah. <laughs> like they literally are. <laughs> Yeah, still think they can be. I still think they can be this. I still do. If somebody gets hurt, maybe, bro. But that'll be in this. But that would be in the. If if y'all play them, that would be I'm in the second. I'm gonna break it down like this: Chris can be Tobias, Drew can be Ben Simmons. Don't come down to Giannis and Embiid, and I think they have a better supporting cast. Well, it depends. Nah, cause you. I just read something. I just read something the other day. Whoa, stupid. <laughs> they 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 may they may be putting they may be taking the Nasus out of the rotation. Wow. <laughs> Fuck these guys, man. <laughs> bro, can we fire him? Bro, bro, <laughs> bro. In their last in their last in their losing stretch, this five and five stretch, his minutes have gone lower and lower and lower. <laughs> like you'd think like that makes sense because I was actually looking um last game and I was like, why are they not playing him? And the answer is there's no fucking reason. Dude's an idiot. Played him he's one dope. minute. He's played a, him one minute. He's a dope. He's dumb and I'm tired of him, bro. I'm tired of booting him. They got PJ Tuck. They got PJ Tucker back. They was like, oh, we don't need him no more. True. Like, oh, he he I'm like, bro, he the whole energy, bro. <laughs> Like the entire energy. I mean, we know what they need to do, but they just will never do it. It would make everything so much simpler. They need to take him right out the rotation, but they don't know it. They don't realize it. He is the whole problem. <laughs> I feel like they might kind of know it. We're talking about Brook Lopez, by the way. Yeah. If Brooke Brooke Lopez can't shoot. Even when he can. He's just slow, slow. Yeah. He just he's just not Bobby. That's really what yeah. it is. He's yeah. not Bobby. And off the bench, bro, you can just you can come with the Nasus and PJ off the bench. That would be cool, actually. Yeah. That'd be pretty, that'd be pretty fire. I even gonna hold you. I don't know if then they you just have be. two annoying ass big guys. Too annoying, yeah. try too fucking hard. Big who both can kind of shoot. 
actually. Yeah. And they won't do dumb shit on defense. And it can get offensive boards. Like, so it would work. Brooke is the whole issue because he, he, he makes them slow. Yeah. And Bobby in the starting lineup, they would be a lot faster. Um, Like, when I watched them play the, the Warriors without Giannis, that's why they're able to win games without Giannis. It's because Bobby moves to the starting lineup, and he kind of, you know, Giannis, but he's fast. But if you have yeah. both of them out there, and then you have the Nasses and PJ, they would be able to, A, fly up and down the court. And B, they'd be able. To, their defense would be really impeccable, but you know, yeah, it's right out there. Uh, they're forcing Brooke to play. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I got nothing. I'm, it's because he had one dude. It's because Boonhill's an idiot. Actually, it's really what it is. You be seeing yeah. whenever Brooke ain't there, whenever it's Bobby and Giannis, they go crazy. They don't lose. Yeah. But they're not going to do that. So, you know, honestly, that's the one reason I think we can beat them is because if they're just going to put Brooklyn and be, well, <laughs> well <laughs> it's not even – like Bobby wouldn't do anything either, but damn, it can't be Brooklyn. <laughs> it can't be him. That man, they took the whole energy of the team straight out the rotation. Like the entire energy. <laughs> Bro, Thanass is really the heart and the soul of this team. I hate, I hate this guy, man. He he's really, he really everything. He's really there, Marcus Smart, and, and he don't even know it. <laughs> That's the thing. Like he's their energy. He's really the heart and the soul of the team. Because like my brother is a two-time MVP Defensive Player of the Year. He damn near the best power forward of all time. <laughs> no, like, bro, he can't because guess what? Book has to go out there and go three for eight. Must be massive. <laughs> Can't touch the floor. All right, but real quick, um, Darnell, who was your player the last two days? Game the last two days, coach of the last two days, and dickhead of the last two days. So for my player the last two days, I'm giving it to Steph. Steph had 49. That was, I think, the highest of the last two days. Right, a little bit ahead of yeah, uh, yeah. Jokic, but. I'm going to go there for my coach of the last two days. I'm going with Nate McMillan. Just the way the Hawks have been playing lately, securing that four seed. Looks like they're going to make the playoffs, probably get home court advantage. So that's a positive for, you know, Hawks fans. And for my game of the last two days, I got to go with – this is tough. Uh, let's see. Game of the last two days, I'm just going to go with the Clippers and the Blazers. One-point game. Clippers pull ahead at the end. So I'm going there. And for my dickhead in the last two days, um, tough. I don't think we really had anyone that did anything too outlandish, so I don't have anybody. <laughs> Dumb, where you're at. All right, my player the last two games, uh, last two days would be um, Jokic, just for that big comeback against Memphis, you know, furthering them as the, I don't know, see, they're, they're, they're the fourth seed, so furthering them as the fourth seed in the West. Um, my coach of the last two games, the last two games, it'll be uh, Scott Brooks. Scott Brooks for what he's been doing with the with the Wizards. Even though they only beat the Thunder, who are intentionally trying to lose, they are on a five game win streak. So he gotta get some credit for that. Um, let me see. 
I say, oh, game. Um, I'll give it to the. I'll give it to the Bucks and the and the and the Suns, you know, coming down to an OT game, down, you know, and then coming down to a controversial play on top of it all, and then Dickhead. Um, I'll give it back to a to a constant to a constant person. <laughs> give it right back to you, Mister John Edward Bayless. <laughs> oh God, because <laughs> man. We can't be out here saying the Bill Walton better than Steph Curry all time. We can't be saying the David Robinson better than Steph Curry all time, man. David Robinson did not create a dynasty. Bill Walton did not create a dynasty. Steph Curry created a dynasty. <laughs> so I don't know, man. David Robinson might have started the dynasty. It was, it was Tim Duncan, really, but <laughs> David Robinson had David Robinson, started the Spurs dynasty. David Robinson benefited from Tim Duncan starting the, the, the Spurs dynasty. <laughs> he just ha- he just happened to be there when Tim Duncan came around. Because <laughs> as soon as he retired or what, whatever happened, as soon as he left the Spurs, they kept winning more finals. So it's not like he was the reason. <laughs> it's not like David Robinson was there. He was he just was there. <laughs> so those are my answers. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna get stats and info on something for you guys real quick. Um, but yeah, my player last few days I already told you it's it's stuff until further notice. I don't care. Um, but anything else, it just is going to be Mr. Curry. Um, 49. You know what else can you say? My game of the last two days, I'm gonna give it to the Nuggets Grizzlies game. It went to double overtime. It was pretty crazy. Jokic really did carry. Um, so yeah, that was crazy. My they ended cool. on another almost jaw highlight. <laughs> oh. Well, something else I want to say about that. But my coach, oops, my coach of the last two days, I hate this man. My coach of the last two days, Mark Diagonal. Diagonal. Yeah, there you go. Coach of the Thunder, man. Don't fire him. <laughs> I don't think he will. He lost eleven straight. He's doing great. Doing everything he needs to do to help himself. Doing amazing. Yep. Be a coach of a great team out there, man. They fought for the beginning of the year. He earned a couple of them early, being great. Now he can earn it for being bad on purpose. You know what? Uh, Gotta follow through with the plan, man. Gotta follow through with the plan. Um, my dickhead of the last two days goes to this guy. He probably would have earned some before had we been doing this before. This is his first ever one. Grayson Allen, because. Yes. Oh, yeah, Darnell gave it to him a couple days ago. So it's not his first one. He might be the single worst crunch time player I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> that bad. Like, it really is that bad. So late in the game, I for- he did something earlier to fuck up. It was like a turnover or something. And one of the overtimes, I was close. Oh, he had a game-winning he had a game-winning shot uh, from the corner, and he missed it, and that was cool. You know, that happens. You know what I mean, so I don't know. I don't, I don't know how he he was the one who got to take that shot after he just lost him the other game. That was fun. But then up three, there he is, wide open, no one there. He just misses a dunk, and then complains to the refs about it, and then gets the ball thrown off his butt out of bounds as he's complaining to the ref about not getting the call. 
Then the Nuggets come down. Will Barton hits a three. They tie it. This was in double overtime. They end up winning. This is for you, Grace and Allen, for just being a really, really bad crunch time player, missing free throws at 90%. You know, game winners, we can have that, but you can't miss dunks down there. That'd be, that'd be a little bit better, Grayson. All right, man. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Huh? I said, damn, Grayson. Yeah. Dom's best scorer on the Grizzlies. By the way, they didn't have Dylan Brooks. That's probably why they lost that game because they don't win without they did not have Dylan Brooks. That is accurate. Um, so, hey, man, tonight going to be a great night of basketball. We got the Suns and the Sixers. Got to be interested to watch if he plays. How Embiid does against eight. He struggled kind of last couple times against them. Hawks, Knicks is going to be a good game. Clippers, Grizzlies, Nuggets versus the Blazers. And our low-key sleeper, but it's got to be the one you watch. Warriors, Wizards. Yes, sir. Oh, man, it's going to be fun. And tomorrow, in case we don't record tomorrow, tomorrow, Sixers, Bucks, Suns, Celtics, both at seven. Those are going to be fun games as well. Um, So thank you guys again. Oh, yeah, AD. They said AD might come back against Dallas, too. Oh, yeah, they did say that. That's right. Because they were, they were advertising him against Dallas on Saturday, which is funny. So they played Dallas yeah. twice in a row. Man, if he comes back against Dallas, that'll be a bad scene for Mavericks for real. <laughs> <laughs> they, they might smack end up at the 10 by the end of this weekend. They keep fucking around. <laughs> they, keep, they, they keep losing games with Ports. That's what's bad about it. But yeah. Hey man, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, we'll be back with you guys in a day or two. Um and for Darnell and Dom, this is Demetrius. And until next time. Later. Triple D's. We out. <laughs>